0: It's Fun Friday, and your weekend has just begun. Woohoo! Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today is Fun Friday. And with us today, we have Jeannie Robertson again. She is absolutely one of my favorites, and I know I say that every time I put her on the show, but she has some great stories to tell, and not only that, she tells them really well. She always makes me laugh out loud, and especially with her crazy stories of left brain. Today, she is talking about a couple of different things that are hilarious, and I've got two different clips for you. Here's Jeannie.
1: When I told you that I'm much taller than Catherine, I have to tell you, and of course our sister Andrea was five feet, five inches tall, and I'm just taller than both of them, and I don't think much about it when I was 13, but not long ago, people all over the country started sending me a letter that appeared in the newspapers and went wire services that uh, somebody had written a columnist like Abby or Anne, but I don't know who it was they were writing. But they were saying, it was a mother writing, and she said, I have a tall junior high school daughter. And she went trick-or-treating. And she went up to some lady's house, and the lady told her she was too old to be trick-or-treating just because she was tall. And then the lady spent... The rest of the letter berating the woman at the door, and it brought back a memory of mine from when I was in the seventh grade and six feet two inches tall in Graham. Halloween rolled around. The point is that we all can look at things different ways. I choose to look for the humor, and everybody can do that too. And all of the parents in the seventh graders in Graham got together and said, this is last year, they're going to go trick-or-treating. Next year, nobody's going trick-or-treating, so y'all have a good time this year. And some of my own friends, you remember how it was in the seventh grade, told me, you can't go with us, Jeannie. Everybody will think we're teenagers, older teenagers, with you with us. We won't get as much candy. And I went home to my mama, and I told her what they said. And, and right there, she had the same choice there. She could have been like the lady who wrote the letter. And said, well, they're just awful. She could have said, you don't want to go with them. We've got cousins in Auburn, Alabama. What do you need those people for? (laughs) But she couldn't stand it. She chooses to see the humor in the hole, and she looked for humor. When I told her what had happened, she said, Jeannie, you can go trick-or-treating. You've just got to get the right costume. And she went out and came back with two sheets I had had as a child. Now, today they would have Dora or Spider-Man, or SpongeBob Square, but I had Dale Evans, Roy Rogers, and Trigger all over my sheets, and it was one of them. And she brought those sheets in, and she tied one of those sheets around my waist, and jumping as high as she could at 5'5", she threw the other sheet over my head, and then she put two eyes in Trigger's neck. I could never understand why she didn't put the eyes in Trigger's eyes. I mean, it didn't make any sense at all. And she said, Crouch down and go out and have a good time. Totally different philosophy. I went out. I called up with my friends and I said, here I am, trick or treat. Look, oh, they thought that was so funny. And because she was determined to find the humor, I found it too. And we were going and having. I was beginning to run so far ahead of my friends that I got to a house and I forgot to crouch over. And I was standing there, full six feet, two inches tall under these sheets with triggers, staring right sideways into the door. (laughs) And I rang the doorbell, and a woman came to the door and said, I said, trick or treat. And she said, John, come out here and see these two children, one on top of the other under this (laughs) sheet. Well, my friends had come up just in time, to hear what they thought was the funniest thing they had ever heard of. And they were rolling in the grass. John, two children, one on top of the sheets. So they went that way, and I went this way. And that's because, I want to tell you now, I went back home to my mama. And she had tried once. And I think when we're looking for humor, which is the name of this show, a lot of times we can't find it. Well, we don't quit looking. We just look a little more. It'll show up because when I told mother, she's standing there looking at me like this. What had happened, she could have then said, well, we tried. Stay home. We'll pop some popcorn. She changed, chose another whole tactic. She said, you wait right here and went into the kitchen. And I heard her rumbling around in there. And a few minutes, she came back and said, we've been missing the boat. And she had a second sack. She said, from now on, honey, your costume is, you are two people. (laughs) And I stood up straight and I went out and I put this hand out and I'd say in a high voice, trick or treat. And I'd come down here and I'd say, trick or treat. (laughs) And I went trick or treating every year till I was 23 years (laughs) old. By the way, I spoke last November in Bristol, Tennessee, Virginia. That's what they call it. It's not like Graham, North Carolina, Elon, North Carolina. It's Bristol, Tennessee, Virginia. They just can't make up their mind. And apparently, the the street that runs right up the middle of town called State Street, if you're on this side, you're in Tennessee. If you're on this side, you're in Virginia. You could say... Tennessee, Virginia, Tennessee, <laughs> Virginia. Or you could hop back and forth, just hop back and forth. I, I have a friend there named Ruth King, she's kind of a matriarch in Bristol, and she recommended me for this speech, and I said, Ruth, what if you were coming up the street in Virginia, and you saw in your rear view mirror that there was a light going around, and you had, you had just made a mistake and run a stop sign. Could you hurriedly do a U-turn? <laughs> And get over here and say, can't get me, I'm in Tennessee. And she said, well, you probably could, but you could never go back home to Virginia. (laughs) So the reason that Ruth recommended me to speak there was at their Paramount Theater, big old theater like this one, they were having a salute to veterans on Veterans Day. And particularly they were saluting women veterans. And Ruth and and I and several others went to lunch that day. And as we were at our table, there'd been a lot of publicity. Somebody approached. i had even had a sandwich named after me in Bristol that day. It was Jeannie's Silly, Hilly, Billy, Philly. And I called, (laughs) we had pictures. I called left, right, and I said, they named a sandwich after me. He said, I don't care what they named it. Can you just bring some food home with you when you come, please? And so as we were eating, a young woman came up and she said, hey, Ms. King, it's so nice to see you, but Jeannie, what I wanted to tell you was, I just so appreciate you coming for this salute for veterans. I said, I didn't think of this program. They called me for the theater. I had nothing to do with it. I think it's great. She said, well, I'm gonna be there. So naturally I said, are you a veteran? And she said, no, no, I'm not a veteran. And our family's had some in the past, but we don't have one right now, but I love the military and I love my country, and when I see a military person who's active military, you know they are, that got on the uh, camouflage suits, sometimes I'll go over there and just say, thank you for serving. I said, well, I've got something to tell you. I've done that same thing several times in airports and some of our biggest airlines I fly 25 days of the month or something like that and I will guarantee you they will see these people and let them board first and when they get on planes they will announce to the passengers we have active military personnel on board and we thank you for your service and do you know what everybody on the airplane does they applaud and it's wonderful she said yeah Yeah, it is wonderful most of the time. (laughs) But last summer, my husband and I were out shopping in a big store, and I saw a military man, and he was there with his wife and his son about eight years old. And I said to my husband, he's military. See the camouflage? I'm going over there and thank him for serving. She said, Jeannie, my husband is a fuddy-duddy sometime. He might be left-brained. He said, don't go over there and bother him. He's obviously going somewhere, coming back, guards, reserves, something. Leave him alone, he's with his family. She said, that's my point. I'm gonna go over there and in front of his son, thank his daddy for his service. And I marched over there without my husband. And I got and I tapped the man on the arm and he turned and at the same time his wife turned and his little boy turned and it caught me off guard and before I could speak, my husband grabbed me by the other arm and said, he's a hunter. That was
0: Jeannie Robertson, and you can find those clips on YouTube if you search under Jeannie Robertson's YouTube channel. You can also find out more information about her and her tour and where she's going to be at her website, JeannieRobertson.com. Well, that is all I have for you today. I hope you've been blessed by this podcast. And if you have, please take just a minute to rate or review it or share it with your friends on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, just to get the word out there to encourage others about Jesus and just give them a little laugh and encourage them in Christ. Hope you had a great day and I hope you have an amazing weekend and I will see you again on Monday. God bless.